0: I don't know if you were sitting there listening to, to Jay and A Rod you know, kind of talk to us now, but I was just curious, what's that like seeing them you know, talk up your guys and, and knowing what they're doing for their particular groups and, and getting this team ready?
1: I wasn't here for uh, Jay, and I caught the end of A Rod when he's talking about Sam Houston. So, uh, other than that, I mean, I'm pretty sure we, we talk a lot about the personnel, scheme, strategy, all that stuff. So, I, I, I'm really comfortable with those guys. Leading the uh, the defense and the offense, and uh, definitely comfortable with Kelly Papinga leading the special teams. And so we're, we're in a really good spot now. I think we'll take advantage of the practices that we have um, and then start working a little bit more focused on our first opponent. So that's it basically. But I've I been really happy with what I've seen from uh, our coordinators in all, all three phases.
0: How much do you enjoy seeing the guys make this transition? Because this is this is the time where they go from that camp mentality to to the game prep and ramp up that intensity in that way. How much fun is it to see that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I coaches that want to just get you know get work done, and um, so that, that that's always a, a positive for me. And and then they're they're very like minded, so um, a lot of times any any of the concerns or issues that I might have. Already corrected before I can even mention it, and and um, that's uh, yet to remember that I, I grew up in the business with those guys, and so um, it, we're we're really comfortable with each other. But we also know that uh, we can communicate well, but we know that uh, um, you know that that uh, we care about each other. So there's not like any uh, egos that, that, that show up. So it's it's an easy transition for me, and uh, I hope it's an easy transition for them as well.
2: Okay,
1: now we'll have Mitch Harper and then Jay Drew. Lonnie, having all those
2: coordinators who you just you know were talking about, the comfort you have with them, how has that you know freed up your schedule in this past camp compared to years previously where you had to be more hands-on with the defense? How, how has it freed up your schedule? What dynamics have changed for you heading into the season?
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, that's a great question for me. It allows me to just look at um, – of players individually and then anytime I want, I want to just kind of evaluate a position group or, or see how certain guys are progressing and how they're developing, I can spend a little bit more time doing that and so I, I don't, I'm not really uh, too worried about the scheme or the play call or that the technique's being taught right uh, I'm more just focused on helping the individual player and then in, in some ways just giving my uh, feedback and and um, my experience with, with different position groups on, on on the field. So I've coached a lot of different positions myself. And, uh, I'm a little older now so there's a lot of things that I can really uh, help out and doesn't have to be focused on leading the uh, the offense or the defense or feeling like I have to be involved now with that part. I, I'm involved more from the coordinator perspective where we talk and discuss and when we're on the headphones I'm going to be listening to the plays and talking to them and giving my feedback but so far, it's gone exactly how I wanted to get to go, and I can use a lot of my time with a lot of different different areas, and I think specifically it goes to the, the players.
2: And for you personally, do you have, and I mean, this might be tough to say because all, all these seasons mean a ton to you, but do you have more excitement for this year knowing the Big 12 and power conference football is the thing that this program has waited for for so long? Is there more excitement maybe than years gone
1: by uh, for, for this season? No, I, I mean, I, I appreciate the job that I have. And, and, and uh, the, the moments that I, I, I enjoy is the season. So I love the game of football and I love BYU football. And so for me, the excitement, the energy, it's, it's every year it, it seems like it gets better and better. And, and that's probably because I'm a lot older. And, and But it just keep, for me, it gets better. And so this is uh, another level of excitement. Uh, I'm I'm anticipating the, uh, the, you know, just seeing the guys perform at their best. And as a head coach, uh, I'm trying to get our guys to do it 12 times. And that's the focus. It's not really so much the opponent. I know we'll have to look at strategy, look at scheme, and see how we match up. But I I want our players to be ready for 12 uh, 12 opportunities to be at their best and perform at our best. And then I think we'll just live with the results if that happens. Go ahead, Jake.
0: Alani, how, how did you come out of camp? I know it was a really physical camp. How did you come out of it health wise? And was uh, Michael Harper the only uh, season ending injury you had?
1: Yes, Michael Harper is the only season ending injury. Um, we're still evaluating some people to see if they'll be ready uh, for the first game. Probably will know more towards the end of the week. Um, but yeah, we, we're still looking at guys that are banged up. And then this is guys that can actually play through their. Um, the the injury and if it's wise for them too and then the, but that that's really all it comes down to is if guys are going to be ready for the first week and uh, the way we're looking at it now it seems like we're gonna we should be we should be good, all set minus uh, Michael Harper of course
0: and then a big question going into camp and even back into the spring was how the sixty new faces would kind of assimilate and how you would build cohesion by all accounts that's happened how what how is that manifest? in what ways does that manifest itself what do you see as far as that tells you mm-hmm. that, that that these guys are, are fitting in well
1: yeah these guys love each other uh, there's no way to fake it you guys have been around our team even the, the the short amount of time that the media has been able to spend you can tell that there's there's something genuine and um the, the, the there's a, a sense of that they really care for each other and um I can tell because of the way that they treat each other, and, you, and it's just a huge compliment to the guys that are here to welcome in so many newcomers, whether they're from another school or from missions, um, and, and, and a lot of them are, are a risk to take their playing time and to have them do it because of the better of the team and to, to be so open and to helping people and helping each other out, and and it's uh, it's been reciprocated by the guys that are coming in, giving their expertise and their knowledge. and. Our team is better for it, and, and I, I give a lot of credit to the coaches for making sure that we brought the right people that fit our program, our culture, and not just uh, about the talent that we see on the field. I think there's an overall feeling that we, we need to protect the culture and bring guys that can actually be, uh, be assets to our culture rather than liabilities, and we feel really good about the group that's here, and they've done an amazing job on the field and then off the field together just you could tell there's a a brotherhood and a love there and it's I mean there's a lot of guys that are here for the first first time that that I I felt like they've always been a part of our program and and that's from Keaton to all the other ones and that's if you talk to them there's a a certain level of comfort that they feel here and a certain level of love and that's before they even get to hang out and and see the the energy that the fans bring so I I I think that's going to be amplified even more once the season starts.
2: Okay, now I'll have a couple questions from Jared Lloyd, and then more questions from Mitch Harper.
0: Kalani, you've talked up the depth this year. You've been pleased with the depth, and I know there's a lot of guys that you've expressed, uh, you know, that you've been impressed with what they've been able to do. But at the same time, there's only so many reps in the game, and that's a reality everybody has to acknowledge. How do you how do you try and balance making sure everybody understands their role and val- feels value, feels valued? You know, when not everybody can get on
1: the field. Yeah, I mean that everyone's role is going to have to be different. There's only 11 guys on the field at a time, and we, there's only so many reps in practice. And so, uh, the ones are going to get all the reps, and and, and uh, eventually the twos will be able to get some in practice. But uh, the ones need all the looks, and the twos are going to have to get some of the looks, but be able to also learn from film and learn from um, you know the the uh, being off on the side and seeing it. Um, but yeah, you're right. And, and when it comes to the game, we got to have the best guys on the field. And, and, and um, uh, I think two deep is, is, is as good as we can get. We'd be lucky to have three, but, uh, we, we think that if you're a third on our team, you can probably get better by going against the ones and the twos on the opposite side. And that, that, that's go out there and, and get some work, you know? So I, I think, um uh we we threw a bunch of uh basically the whole playbook at, at our offense and our defensive players and and got a lot of film so there, there's stuff that's already there uh if guys aren't able to practice with the, the defense and they got to go to scout team and give our, our offense a good look and at the same time uh they'll develop they'll develop their skills and so it, it, rather than sit around and hope for reps because we don't have reps to go for threes that's just not going to happen anymore and and you know, and, and hopefully in the season we don't get there. But if we do, then we'll have to ha- utilize the, the practice time and getting the the ones and twos ready to go. That's 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 the premier focus for us right now, going into this last part of the of camp. Let's to piggyback on
0: land. that. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Mitch. Just one quick thing. Just what uh, what are your concerns, Kalani? As you as you turn now to, to game prep, what needs to happen before game one?
1: No, just keep working. I mean, uh, if we continue on the trajectory that we're doing currently, day to day, I feel good about by the time we get to September second. So, um, and that, that's everything. You talk about my concerns as a coach; it's everything. I I, I even make up stuff to just be concerned about. So, uh, I, I want to be over prepared uh, going into the season. And and uh, luckily, the coaches are the same way. And and the players are also doing it so we feel really comfortable where we're at but let's find ways to get more uh uncomfortable so we can grow and get better and and then we'll, when we get there i think we'll be in a really good spot now uh so it's a different game things happen but uh i think 60 minutes gives you enough uh time in the game to get things right and and, and make sure that you're you know that the outcome comes the way, ends up the way that you want it to be
2: Kalani, last year, uh, adversity was was a tough thing for this program to overcome. Do you feel like with that camaraderie that you noted earlier about all these new faces coming together, do you feel like this is a team and program that's better equipped to navigate adversity this season?
1: Yeah, and I think the approach to this year is to talk about adversity uh, right away because it's going to happen. And to... um, Include that in, in what we're trying to plan on. I mean, it, there's going to be adversity for them in their personal lives and uh, academics, and there's so much going on that uh, you, you just need to plan on it. I think uh, planning for the worst is, is not a bad thing. You know, um, we're, we're, we're uh, are, I mean, we're a people that believes in preparation. So uh, this, this intent going to this camp into the season is to make sure that we talk about adversity and we talk about things like entitlement and how to handle uh, success but also how to handle uh, uh, obstacles and so uh, we hit that from the very beginning Uh, we've been talking about that with our players over and over again and I love the battles that we're having on offense and defense uh, meaning that not one side is dominating the other uh, which is a good sign. And then when one is having success, the other one's able to respond. And and so when you have this back and forth, that's a good sign for a program. And, and you see everybody getting better at the same time.
2: Last thing for me, Kalani, as uh, Roderick noted uh, that you know there's contemplating who to have as the second-string quarterback because of the redshirt between Redslaff and, and Finnegan's already used his. Are there already players on the roster that you and the staff have said – this guy's going to redshirt, we're going to sit him out ideally to let him just play his four games if needed. Have you already designated those certain players on the roster?
1: I don't know if we designated it completely, but there's a there's a, you want everyone to be ready, but I think there's a, a natural tendency to say, hey, if you're a guy that has a red shirt to say, hey, I'd rather save my year um, and then use the four games throughout the season. Now it's it's, it's a matter of where do you use them? Where do you have it going? And for now, it's just everybody's up for grabs right now in, in game one. And then we'll just kind of um, change it with with whoever we play in this first game, and then go to the second. And the, but like you're right, I think to make it easier, it's just hard to make it a mention on the whole group um, altogether. But it's going to have to be individual. Like with with Jake Retzloff, it's it's. We would like to keep him redshirt and use that redshirt year. And we have uh, other quarterbacks that are that are healthy, but it's just a matter of how the season goes and how things go with with Keaton. So, um, with all that being said, we we there's we're very flexible, and we have players that are are see the, see everything uh, on the same page. They're on the same page with us, and so they have the same vision that we have. and And there's some that are just probably going to play some some people that have red shirts available that we just need to need them to play and not think about that so if they're in the first uh first or second if they're the two deep then more likely they're just going to play um red sloth being the exception